We've reached the mid-season marker for our Dynasty Leagues, and now is the time to consider your team's ability to compete for the playoffs. For those that have decided to rebuild, rookie draft picks play a crucial role. So how should you be valuing them? Hey, my name's Evan Ronda, and I'm the host of the Big Game Theory Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at BGTEvan and on Instagram at Big Game Theory. If you have any questions about the topics I'm covering in today's episode, make sure you shoot me a DM. Also, I have a huge announcement at the end of today's episode, so make sure you stick around for that. But quick teaser, I'm getting my own podcast feed. So, if you've decided that your team is not in a position to compete this season, stocking up on draft picks can be a very effective way to help your team rebuild in future seasons. Now, before I get into this, I do want to share a bit of advice for you. I believe that it is easier to win now than it is to win later. It is very difficult to predict who will be good this season. It is much more difficult to predict who will be good next season. So I want to caution you from committing to a rebuild too soon. Ideally, you never have to rebuild and compete every year. But in the event that you do need to rebuild, I do want to teach you a thing or two about how to evaluate how much a rookie draft pick is worth. Rookie draft picks are claims on a player in a specific draft class. Their value is dependent upon many different factors. Those factors include, but are not limited to, which round the draft pick is, which specific pick it is in that round, the talent of the players in that class, the depth of the specific positions in that rookie class, how good you are at drafting, and how badly your league mates want the picks. The easiest concept to understand is that value is tied to draft position. The first overall pick in a rookie draft is more valuable than the second overall pick in a rookie draft. A first round pick is more value than a second round pick. This isn't complicated. I think where sub-managers get caught up is in the amount of difference between draft picks. That gap in value is actually quite subjective and dependent upon the league you're in. If you're in a league with managers who are not very good at drafting and might make an unwise selection with the first overall pick, then perhaps the second overall pick is not much worse than the first overall pick if the best players in the draft class are still available. Conversely, if your league mates are very sharp, then the gap in value between draft picks is much more significant. That gap in value can also be affected by the type of league you're in. If you're in a standard league, then the gap in value between picks is smaller than if you're in a superflex league because in a Superflex league, quarterbacks are more valuable. Conversely, if you are in an IDP league, then the gap between picks is smaller because the player pool is larger. Now, if you remember in episode four of the Big Game Theory podcast, when I talked about supply and demand, then this concept should not be new to you. The demand grows when the value of the players grow, like in a Superflex league. The supply grows when the number of relevant players increases, like in an IDP league. The more that demand decreases, 
or supply grows, the smaller in gap in value between picks. The more demand grows and the more supply is limited, the greater the gap in value becomes. It's also important to be honest with yourself about your ability to hit on the players that you draft. If you need a lesson in the hit rate of rookies, just look at previous rookie drafts and see what players panned out. It would be beneficial for you to gain a general understanding of what to expect from your pick so you don't overspend on a high pick or undersell on a later pick. You can get some absolute game changers high in rookie drafts, for sure, totally. But you can also get some really big busts. The same can be said later in the draft. But the rate at which you hit on those players largely depends on your skill as a drafter. Ultimately, it's important that you manage your expectations appropriately. Now that we know how to differentiate between picks within the same draft class, we now need to discuss the differences between picks in different draft classes. There is currently a perception among dynasty managers that the 2023 rookie class will be very talented. Some managers are giving up 2022 rookie picks in order to gain 2023 rookie picks. While I'm not here to tell you how to predict how good a specific draft class will be, I can teach you a simple lesson about economics that might change the way you approach this particular issue. Draft picks are an insulated asset. What I mean when I say that is that their value will not change and is not subject to injury or retirement or any other kind of variance that a player would be subject to. Their value is locked in until you spend that pick on a player in a rookie draft. However, once you make that pick, it is no longer an insulated asset. That player becomes subject to variance and their value can rise or fall. But here's the deal. As fantasy managers, we should be looking for players who can accrue value. A 2023 pick generally cannot accrue value until it is spent on a player. A 2022 pick begins accruing value one year sooner. This is why it is better to have a pick that is sooner rather than later. A phrase I use a lot with my league mates is that time is an inherent detractor to value. If you need to wait in order to use an asset, that takes away from the asset's value. For example, if a player is injured, that takes away from their value because you can't start them until they return from their injury. An analogy I've used in the past to explain the difference in draft picks by year is this. Imagine these draft picks are like race cars. The 2022 draft pick is a slower race car than the 2023 draft pick, at least if we make the assumption that the 2023 rookie class is superior. The general assumption among dynasty managers is that the car associated with the 2023 class is faster. As soon as the driver steps on the gas, that car will accelerate at a faster rate than the car associated with the 2022 class. But what many managers are failing to realize is that the car associated with the 2022 class gets to step on the gas one year sooner. It has a one year head start. 
by the time the 2023 car gets to step on the gas, the 2022 car is miles down the road. So here's what the analogy means for you as a manager. When you draft a player with your 2022 rookie draft pick, that pick becomes an accruable asset one year sooner than if you'd waited until 2023. By the time the 2023 rookie draft class comes, the player you drafted with the 2022 pick will have likely increased in value to a point where the player is greater in value than if you'd simply waited to spend that pick in 2023. Heck, it might even be worth more than a 2023 pick. Once again, time is an inherent detractor to value. Don't wait to acquire your assets. Get them as soon as you can. So now that you have a general understanding of how to value your draft picks within their class, and how to value your draft picks relative to other classes, you now need to make the decision of how and when to acquire those picks. Whenever I make a trade in a dynasty league, I have to ask myself what the purpose of that trade is. If I'm a contender and I'm giving up a player to get a pick, that trade accomplishes the exact opposite goal of what my team's goal is at the current moment. I'm giving up current value for future value. I'm hurting my chances of success this season. On the other hand, if I'm a rebuilding team and I give up picks in exchange for players, I'm practically shooting myself in the foot if that player is not an accruable asset. Players that are not accruable assets are veterans that likely don't have any more growth within their range of outcomes, or unproven players who don't have a realistic shot to ever become valuable. As with all the advice I give you on this podcast, take it with a grain of salt and use it on a case-by-case basis. There are times when it is beneficial for your team to trade away a player for a pick, if you're a contender. Maybe you intend to trade that pick away for a player that can help you this season. Or maybe the player you're trading away has absolutely no chance to help you to contend this season. Those might be good times to break the rule I gave you. On the other hand, it might be worthwhile to trade picks for players even if you're a rebuilding team if the player you're trading for has a chance to accrue value at a greater rate than the pick you're trading away. Just be smart about what you're doing and make sure you have a sound process that guides each decision you make. One last bit of advice to give. Every pick is a player. If you have 20 picks next year, that's 20 players you need to find roster space for. There is a good chance you won't be able to keep all of them come week one. I would try to consolidate value from many players into fewer players earlier in the draft if you are unable to roster every single one of them after the draft. All right. I hope this episode was informative and easy to follow. If you have any questions about the topics I covered today, shoot me a DM on Twitter at BGTEvan or on Instagram at BigGameTheory. I'll make sure to get back to you and answer whatever questions you might have. Also, I have a huge announcement to make. The Big Game Theory podcast has its own feed on every podcast platform right now. You can follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. 
I'll be updating the feed with my previous episodes as the season progresses, so make sure you go follow that feed as soon as possible. I love getting to share this content with you guys because I genuinely enjoy helping you out. It's been such a blast to teach about the game theory in regards to fantasy football, and I hope you stick with me on my feed after the season. I'll put links to the feed in the episode description, so make sure you go subscribe. But that's going to be it for this episode. Good luck in your upcoming week of fantasy, and until next time, peace out.